first of all, you're at, you're in Qatar for a World Cup with the Socceroos. Is everything you've ever wanted? Yeah, um, even yourself just saying that is still pretty mad, to be honest. Obviously, um, like I've said many times, a dream come true for not only myself, but I think everyone I can speak on behalf of all the boys um, that are in camp. Um, absolutely loving it. And, yeah, it feels unreal just, just being in and around it. And, um, yeah, now that I'm here, is is just unreal, mate. Um, have you been lobbying Arnie for a, for a gig against France? I mean, I think he said on that phone call to you that he wanted the mongrel in you to be, to be unleashed at this World Cup. There's, there's plenty of that, obviously, for anyone who's watched you play for for Hearts. I mean, how, how badly do you want to get out there and, and, and get in their faces? Yeah, I think um, I think everyone everyone's pretty keen to to get a run. Obviously, if you if you yeah, like you've said, if you've watched me play, you see. The sort of person and player I am, I, I like to get in people's faces and, yeah, I'm just someone that will give 100% um, every, every game. And um, I think Arnie knows how badly um, I'd, love, I'd love to get a run and um, I'll just do everything in my power on the training pitch and in and around camp to make that possible. Hey, Cam, uh, Clint from Channel 9. Uh, take us to that phone call, if you can. <laughs> like, you were very emotional. Like, what was sort of going through your mind? You could hardly believe it, is that fair to say? Yeah, I... Um, it was a very nerve-wracking and stressful few weeks building up into the, um, to obviously the date when we knew we were going to find out or in and around it. And, um, yeah, just obviously trying to play for hearts, but play as well as I can to obviously give myself the best chance to be up for selection. And, um, yeah, the, when the day came, Arnie sent me a text saying, can I give you a call in 15 minutes? And I think I replied within five seconds, and that 15 minutes felt like it went on for days. But, um, yeah, when, when, it, when he told me, it was just... Probably the best feeling I've had in, in my whole life, to be honest. And yeah, I, as as you could all hear, not that I knew that was happening, but as you could all hear, the, the emotions came running out. And um, yeah, I think it's pretty fair enough when you get caught up for a World Cup. It's a dream I've had since I first started playing, so yeah. And who do you think of in the days leading up to what could potentially be an incredible debut on the world stage? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is my, my family is probably the biggest influence of my whole life, my mum and dad and uh, my three brothers and my little sister are a super close family and um, for me being so far away from them now, I, I only get to really see them over FaceTime. Um, so doing doing all of this is, is kind of just to try and make my family proud and um, obviously they follow me every 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 step of the way and, and feel feel as a part of it as I do and I feel like when I get successes like, like this, it feels like it's theirs as well and um, yeah, just love, love doing it for them and making them proud. Cammy, uh, Joey Lynch from ESPN, congratulations on you, making man. the squad. You talk about being a fighter on the pitch, but throughout your journey, you've left Sydney in search of game time, you had to fight for minutes at the Phoenix, mm. and then you played a part in their turnaround, then off to Hearts, by way of Newcastle, albeit not really. <laughs> uh, just what's your journey been like? What's kept you going and kept you fighting throughout your journey? Because it's been a winding one. Yeah, it's... Um I think every player has their own individual journey and battles along the way and obviously my ones, I, I had injuries when I went through the youth teams at um, the Wanderers and Sydney FC and I just had to bide my time a little bit longer than, than maybe some of my mates growing up, growing up did and um, I spoke to Adam last week and my main thing that I said to him was, uh, I never, ne my thing that I always would tell younger players is to just never give up on, on your dreams even when times are tough, that's when you kind of learn more about yourself and, and the ones that I think really want it through tough times. That's when they work harder and come out the other side. And obviously, I had to go to go to Wellington to get more minutes in the A League. And and my 
my thought as I was growing up was always I wanted to make a name for myself or have a couple seasons under my belt in the A-League before I went on to, to other things such as lucky enough to be at Hearts now and um, yeah, just to be there now, living my dream overseas, playing football every weekend and um, looking back on my journey was a, a, a difficult one but obviously every, everything I took going to Wellington, being at Sydney FC was, was all very worth it. And Mitch touched on it a bit yesterday as well, the fighting spirit you'll need against France, the reigning world champions, depth, or subterranean levels of depth. What's the messaging from Arnie been in the lead-up to that game? What qualities does he want you and the boys to espouse? Um, I think, as Australians, one of, the, one of the biggest things we possess going into these games, obviously, is an underdog, which we wear that tag, is, is that, that fighting spirit. And having that belief that, we go into the game with a game plan and um, that game plan that we have is, is to go out there and win. And I think a big, a big thing for us is, is to have that fighting spirit. Obviously, we've got all the boys in camp now, so the preparation and the talks and all the, yeah, the preparation for that game will, will start. But um, yeah, just that, I think Aussies have that fighting spirit in them and um, that'll definitely need to come out of it against, it's no secret that France are a very, very good side. Hey Cam, um, Tim's in camp now, officially, with you guys. I don't know how good your memory is, but 2014, you're back home in Australia, a hopeful. Can you remember the game, and it was the last goal that Australia, I think, scored from open play in the World Cup, Timmy's volley against the Netherlands. Did you badger the parents to let you stay up and watch it? I can't even remember what time it was in Australia. That's a standout moment for Tim. Firstly, that moment, and also having him in camp for a player like yourself, what is it, what is it like? Yeah, I definitely, definitely remember that moment. I remember um, sitting on my couch back home with my dad and my little brother, watching it. And um, yeah, I think, I think from what I remember, Netherlands had just scored, and it was we'd be off the kickoff, long ball from McGowan. He'd reminded me of that once or one or two times. And um, yeah, obviously Timmy. I think it's probably no surprise to say that he's he's come up with something like that because so many times he did that for for our country, not only for the country but at club level as well. He's just. A big game player is uh, how I would like to describe him, and I mean, obviously coming into camp and seeing him and just having a chat with him is um, is unreal. And I spoke to him after training yesterday to just, I think, someone like me to pick his brain and have that opportunity to have him here and ask him questions. And if I can make myself a better player by listening to him, and um, I think I'd take every opportunity to do that. And yeah, first time I met him, he was in camp in um, in Brisbane, but I didn't get a chance to speak to him. He was he was pretty busy. But um, yeah, first time I met him was yesterday and um, I was straight up to him to ask him a few questions about, you know, just, just what he thinks. And he joined in training yesterday, so that was pretty cool to, to be up alongside him with the boots on. And um, yeah, legend for Australian sport. So just to be in and around him is super surreal. G'day, Cam. Um, has Timmy addressed the boys uh, in the last couple of days? And if so, can you give us a bit of an insight into to what he spoke about? Um, so I wasn't in camp when he in that, but I think all the boys have arrived in, like the whole squad's here now. So I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he had a word with all of us. Obviously, he's been to four World Cups, so it's no nothing new to him to be in this environment. And I think he can look over with a different perspective now. He's not a player; he's he's someone with a, bit, a lot of experience and. Um, can guide us through, you know, being in pressure moments and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I took the time to ask him individually, like just a few things, and um, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely here to help, and that's massive for all of us. And also, mate, there's been a bit spoken about the sort of Scottish flavour in this squad, both the guys born there and and, and playing there, like yourself. Um, uh, is there sort of similar traits in Scottish Australian football that you think suits the team, and 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 sort of we can use as a strength? Yeah, definitely. I was just speaking to Zaffers. There's seven of us playing in the um, 
Scottish League, which is which is obviously unreal. I feel like playing over there now after every game, there's an Aussie to to chat to in every team, which is which is so good and makes you feel at home. And um, to have those boys in camp now at the World Cup is is very good and a credit to the Scottish League, to be honest, because I think it's a, a very competitive league and obviously there's a lot of a lot of good players in and around it. Um, but yeah, I think this team was the Scottish League is obviously super fast and super competitive and um, a very strong league. And I think we we just take those traits. We're, we're here because of how we're playing at club level, so we just try and take those traits into national team. And um, obviously, if any of us get 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 a game, then um, that's what we'll do. I was going to ask a similar question, but <laughs> I'll, I'll try and take a slightly different tack. Have you been welcomed by the um, like welcomed into the Scottish brethren by by the likes of Harry and and uh, and, and Camo and, and, and the like. Are, are you, do you feel like you're one of the Scottish brothers now? <laughs> I'm definitely just an, a straight-up Aussie, but um, no, nah, it's good having them, just chatting to them. Obviously, um, Jason Cummings has is, is lived in Edinburgh his whole life, so we were chatting about, you know, just places in Edinburgh. Obviously, I love living there, and um, yeah, just, just chatting to them about, um, and obviously, Boyley's a bit of a role over there, so trying to stay clear of him, but um, no, nah, it's really good, mate, and um, having those boys just, just makes it all more better. And just on, on Boyley, I know we, we didn't see him at training yesterday. How, how um, I mean, if he is in doubt for uh, the France game, how, how big a loss would he, would he be for this, for this team? Like, we know how much he brings to this team. Yeah, obviously, over the years, everyone can see what a big player he is. He, he does it week in, week out over in Scotland for Hibs, and um, he's a massive player for them, and takes that into for his country, for Australia, and, um, yeah, he'd be a massive loss. But I think he'll be all right. He's just precautionary. Obviously, we don't want to take risks. We've got a game first game in a week so um, just more of a proportionary thing but yeah if he wasn't the player it'd be a massive loss. Hello I'm Edgar from Brazil so wish you all the best and the soccerers in this World Cup. Thank you. Uh, you just now you mentioned that every player has its own journey and we are now here making a story about different national teams in Qatar with uh, players with uh, different backgrounds and different heritage and Australia is a remarkable example on this sense and uh, if it would be as kind, I would like to ask you about two players who has former refugees. I'm talking about our Mabio and Garen Kual. If you would be as kind to share your thoughts about what it's like having guys like this on the squad. Thank you. Yeah, unreal. Obviously, they're, um, they're absolute legends. And like I said, everyone's got their own story. I've come from my background with my family. And, and they've obviously come from theirs. And a, a very difficult one, of course. So for them, I think it's massive to come from a very difficult upbringing and or, or their own sort of personal story to come in now and to be representing Australia, which is obviously a massive part to them, which has helped them shape them the person that they've become today. And now to be representing that country at a World Cup, I can imagine, would be so special and mean so much to them because obviously it's helped them um, and, and their families, of course. So um, they're great blokes and I can imagine for them this is very special as well. Cammy, just wanted to ask you about the inner mongrel again. Um, I think we had a chat about this last time we spoke on the phone, but I mean, it can be tough sometimes towing the line. I guess when you're when you're an aggressive player who, who you know goes out with the mindset that you do. You had the the red card against Rangers recently. Um, what was doing there? And I guess in your time in Scotland, like, how have you dealt with? I guess you know the balance between being the player you naturally are mm. and needing to pull it in at times so that you know the team doesn't get punished or that you don't do silly things yeah I think it that one of course was probably a massive learning curve for me I think I don't want to change the player I am I think I've got to where I am today by being that you know having that side to my game especially with with my height I think if I didn't have that side of my game I definitely wouldn't be near where I am today so it's not something I want to remove from my game but obviously 
I'm sure you've watched the video, it was probably one of the more silly things I've done on the pitch and um, something I want to learn from. I think you've got to make mistakes to, to become a better player and um, I've only had one yellow card this season so that was, that was a bit silly but um, yeah, definitely something that I'd like to say I've learned from and, and become better from to be honest. Cammy, following on from that, do you sort of relish getting under opponent's skin, like thinking you're coming up against Kylian Mbappe uh, in this coming game, the bloke's been on FIFA covers, he's got more money than God. Do you relish the opportunity to get under his skin and, you know, really, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear at a FIFA venue, pee him off, <laughs> stuff like that? Yeah, to be fair, I don't know if he'll, um, he'll be interested in anything I've got to say, but... Um, I'll be, if, I, if I'm lucky enough to get a chance to play, I'll be doing everything in my power to not only put him off, but put every single one of them off. They've got quality all over the park. Even their non-recognised, well, more non-recognised players are still playing at the biggest clubs in the world. So they've obviously got superstars everywhere and um, we'll be having a game plan to, to go at them with, with what obviously the coaching staff set up for us. And um, if I'm lucky enough to be on the field, I'll just do my part to, to you know, help us get get a result and um, if that's putting someone under this um, putting someone under their skin then definitely I'll do it but yeah like, like I said I don't know if he'll be interested in anything I've got to say.